0: to Karma San Diego podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. (laughs) My name is Kelly. And I'm Adriana. And we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back,
1: relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort. And we'll do the same. Mm. Before we get started... On this podcast. I have two things I need to address and talk to you about because they're rather alarming.
0: I'm already alarmed. Okay. And I actually don't know what she's going to say. Okay. The first one is
1: pyramid schemes. Oh. I am sick and tired of getting insincere messages from people Girl. asking me how my day is and i say great thanks for asking and they follow follow up with like 15 paragraphs on well do you know how you could make some more money i'm like bitch i already own a business and am working on a you podcast did not just do that to me are you fucking serious there are many ways to go about these pyramid scheme things way, that, you know, trying to get the people under you, you know... I know. I'm holding
0: back. I'm pulling my leash back I, right now. I like, I have a handful thought.
1: of people on yes. my Instagram and Facebook and all of the things that have reached out within the last like month and a half, I'd say. Yes. And have asked me to join no. their <laughs> scheme. And it's a clothing line. It's fucking some health shit. It's who knows? Mary Kay. It's all of the things. And at the end of yes. the day. I don't want to do that. No. I get it. I have a personality for it, but
0: you know I what? Don't want anyone to who do asks it. me to do it. I pretty much now hate them. Oh yeah, I and I'm just... not talking about the people that ask once and you say no, and they totally get it and they leave you alone. Because mm-hmm. that's the deal. Like, let's say you say like. Instead of, hey, how are you... Like, they lure you in. That's the problem. I have a friend who I feel it's like... It's a luring technique, it's for sure. It's not a pyramid scheme, but it's something that has been accused of being a pyramid scheme. And she... I remember she checked in with me once, and I was like, Ugh. And she, like... was like, you let me know, and I will never do this And again. I'm like, I will never let
1: you know, so... And then... This then, is it.
0: And we still coexist. And yeah. then there's the other ones that think you just don't know.
1: They have to bring it up constantly. This beach we went to constantly. high school with.
0: She... Reached out to me on Facebook. I
1: don't know who you're talking about, but I'll figure it out. Context, I honestly
0: please. need to say, yeah, I thought she was reaching out because she actually gave a shit with, about me. Like, I actually did. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know she worked for, I'm going to call it like Avon or Mary Kay or something. Sure. I didn't know she was even doing that. And she asked how me and Josh were doing. She was like, she like... And it was right when COVID started, so it's oh, like we weren't no. well, you yeah. know? So I was like, wow, thank you so much Just for like asking. Just like everyone else. And I genuinely was like, because I, you know, I was like community and like no one, everyone was losing their mind. So to someone to directly reach out to you. Like I got duped by a person in my circle is how I felt. Yikes. And she, after she asked how we were doing, we went back and forth. She hit me with the pitch. And that it's a great Side business, and she makes all this money, and she's been thinking about us doing this together for so long, and just pitch, pitch, pitch. And the I thing is, like, it's
1: not a side business. You need to be doing this full time. These businesses, sure, they do make money.
0: It's I'm very- not selling your products, and I'm so sorry. I have my own product to sell. Yeah. And I declined the first time, and she kept going. And it's like, I know you want to use my magic to sell your product. Exactly. But I'm in a place where I must promote myself and not your face cream bitch
1: wow thank you for being on my side with that I've just noticed I, I don't know if it's because we're in quarantine and I'm on my phone fifty eleven hours a day because I don't know I don't know what else to do with my it's life it's not
0: the same as like I wrapping paper every year because we grew up as kids I feel like you know when they have like Sarah oh Lee God, and you get the- cookie dough.
1: What was the um Pampered Chef? Pampered Teresa Chef, Teresa Zizo. Oh my god, my mom was, had so many pretties. Oh, uh, we have so many Pampered Chef spatulas. Oh. It's out of control.
0: I got that spatula I bought you at a Pampered Chef party with my mom. Those were actually but, legit. Okay, th- and you know what? That's not a pyramid scheme. That's, that's just legit. that's just ordering stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they get sales like maybe they get commission. Yeah, maybe that's like how it all started. So that's a little different in my mine. Cause I thoroughly love pampered chef and I don't want to sell it. So that mm-hmm. person's reaching out saying, I'm going to do all the work. I'm going to do the party. I'm going to make some money. You just eat and Have enjoy this joy. I love that. But when it's like, you should join this, you should do this. You should buy this. You should do all this work and money is going to eventually happen because you're selling products. No, I know only need to say no once. And now I will never
1: yeah, because I'm going to constantly think that you're going to sales pitch me. You only
0: reached out to me because you wanted me to sell this product. That's it. Yeah. I've never talked to you other than that. Yeah. And it felt terrible, which leads us to the name of our episode. Thank you, bullies. Thank you. <gasps> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank,
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. So today... We're talking about bullying and you're probably asking yourself, why are you thanking these bullies? And I don't know if the same is for you, Kelly, but for me, uh, I got bullied a lot, especially in middle school. And I really, really wanted to like overcome that feeling of being bullied. I really wanted to like show that I'm going to be someone someday. Like I always wanted to just like fucking persevere. That was like always my goal because I just got bullied so hard and we'll like get into that. And you know, we've all been bullied. We have all been bullies as well.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I think that, It's almost one of those things where it's like you kind of... It sucks because you don't want them. You don't... No. But you almost need it to, like, give you a little bit of, like, a harder shell on your soft exterior. Yes. And, you know, it allows you to be a tough person and to be strong. I'm not condoning them i'm not like yeah we need
0: fucking bullies i do think that's a narrative of older generations like y'all are pansies and are so sensitive you need to just get bullied yeah like (laughs) uh, which which i you know clearly see your side of the fence because that's the only side of the fence we've ever been on yeah but i'm just proposing a new way to do it so uh, the first thing i wrote down when i was journaling on this episode was that i was a bully to specific people. I can still see them and like pray to them every day. My remorse is of being mean. So, so if uh, you weren't, if you were not bullied,
1: you were the bully.
0: Yeah, I had, I did a couple of like super shitty things when I was like, I'm talking sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And I feel like
1: we're all guilty of doing things yeah. like that. Uh, I feel like my bullying kind of happened a little bit later in my twenties when I was, like, going out to bars and, like, partying, and then, you know, like, a drunk guy or drunk girl would, like, try and, like, hang out with my crew, and we're, like ew no and you just kind of like bully them out and like just be rude to
0: them and like maybe cold shoulder them. Every kid should have a healthy amount of like you steal something once at a store you bully someone once you lie once you cheat once and you make mistakes and then you grow from it so I feel like I bullied and then I learned from it and then I very I've been very sensitive to never do it again and I feel the same way about lying and cheating and stealing I kind of didn't grasp what they were until I did them but once you're conscious of it that's the word karma we talked about that variation of the definition like a few episodes back I'm trying to think of the number where essentially it's once you're consciously aware of what the effect is of your action what are you going to do with it and I do feel like every time I've been a (laughs) shitbag I've been very aware of it and have had to deal with it accordingly is that that catholic guilt I bet that's that's the Catholics way of saying karma's a bitch. Yeah, I think sometimes well, it's like a little bit of both. It's like that lingering Catholic guilt forever. But I think no, I think it's a little for me. It's a little different. But I've oh girl, I have Catholic guilt for Mm -hmm. sure. But I think it's more like you don't realize bad things you do sometimes till long after, like years later. You just have a memory float back, and you're like, I was a dick. Yeah. Um. So I definitely wanted to like preface that because I been there Mm -hmm. but also not to the scale of what I've experienced so I don't know I don't want to I don't I can't rank people's pain or trauma or bullying but I do know that it can go too far yeah and then it can people can gang up on one another well bullying can be in so many different forms
1: I mean so many we have different
0: bullying you and I have experienced I think different departments oh absolutely. what do you think of when you're a kid what kind of bullying are you talking about dude I I
1: like don't even have a list long enough. Man. I feel like when you're a kid, um, well, That's okay, terrible. let's throw a little bit of blunt history. This is, like, the tiniest blunt history of all time, but um, <laughs> I got, a, like, two stats, literally. Um, I'll take two it. Two statistics from Pacers National Bullying Prevention Center, and one out of every five students is bullied. Wow. Uh, and there's a higher percentage of males that are physically bullied. And then there's a higher percentage of females that are bullied by rumors and, like, psychological warfare type situations. That
0: feels right. I was never physically bullied. I was never physically I was. bullied.
1: I was bullied on my physical body, though. Yeah, okay. I was like bullied how you looked. on how I looked. Um, and to kind of segue, so that was like our tiny, tiny little blood history. Um, and to kind of segue into that, um, when I think of bullying for the most part, I think of my middle school, uh, upbringing mm-hmm. at my school. Um, like I said, in the last episode, I literally woke up one day in fourth grade and had this body yes. and I was so much bigger than everybody in my class. And I now am an average sized person, like.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is you're in a small class of like 20 kids for nine years. And most of the kids
1: in my grade were petite Mm -hmm. people, and I always felt. Like this giant person, like enormous, gregorious, (laughs) if if one might add. I'm just kidding. I still don't know what that word means. Uh, (laughs) We added an
0: O. And uh, gargantuan. That's a great word. Wow. On on a different kind of scale, I was absolutely the biggest bitch in the whole... I was the tallest person in the whole class, so I did feel very large well
1: yeah you're like just overlooking
0: yes. people you're everyone has to look up oh, to the see tall you people jokes girl you know but and tall people are glorified so now they are yeah so it, I kind of feel like people will come up to me and say oh you're tall and they think that's like a compliment like I'm or like thank you and you're like thanks my knees hurt thanks my knees hurt. <laughs> so kidding. your body stood out compared to all of yours. yeah and it was just kind of frustrating um
1: so growing up Obviously we wore uniforms and, you know, we had those days, the free dress days where you could just wear kind of whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And because I'm 11 and have the body of a 29 year old and my mom, my mom is just like completely unsure of how to dress mm-hmm me yes uh i wore like really weird clothes like yeah. i didn't have clothes that like looked good on me if it was like a jeans day yes these are all things that happen in catholic school you Ugh. get free dress days you get jeans days you, you get have to, wear... to pay
0: for the jeans day though let's be clear yeah you have to
1: pay like five dollars to wear jeans on friday it's for for crazy charity. and it goes to charity which basically is going into someone's just car fund
0: just um say. It's kind of like a pizza party, but you get to be yourself for just one yeah, day and for a
1: dollar. I remember this so <laughs> distinctively. On a jeans day, I was wearing a pair of like sparkly pants. Ooh. They were like jean material, I guess, but like I totally sparkly. had a pair girl, I see it. And I, I remember the bully, the girl bullies that bullied the shit out of me. They were great above me. They. Both came up to me and, like, just gave me absolute shit. They're like, you're not in jeans, you know, making me feel bad. Like, why can't you wear a pair of jeans? Why don't you fit into them? You know, really, really making me feel bad about myself. And... Because you had fabulous glitter jeans? I had great... They were, like, purpley black. I loved them. I remember they were dope. And, uh... They were just really not nice people. And, uh... One of them ended up going to the same high school as us and continued to still not be a very nice person. And a girl that I'm friends with, she's in her grade. I was at her house a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about bullying Mm -hmm. and she was like, oh my God, they bullied me so badly. I'm like, really? I thought I was the only one. I genuinely thought I was the only person
0: because, you know, when you're 12, 13 years old. It's You're embarrassing to talk about so you don't like, go tell your friends you got bullied because then you have to repeat what because nasty thing they friends, said. And half my friends were friends with them. Yes.
1: So, of yes. course, like, I'm embarrassed to say anything because I'm just trying to fit in this yes. awkward-ass Italian girl yes. who's, like, trying to fit into a room full of white, beautiful princesses who <laughs> peaked at 12. Yes. Like, just trying so N- hard preach. to fit in. I'm like,
0: I can't say anything. <clears throat> I definitely felt that same way about the specific... Situations where I was bullied, I didn't say anything because it would cause problems. Exactly, and it just—I uh,
1: don't, don't know. It was—it was tough. And on top of it, my parents had a restaurant at the time, <clears throat> so mm. people were only nice to me when my parents brought food to school. Oh and this happened gosh. all through all into high like school. Like you're a dick well. to me, but
0: then when you get free pasta, you're like, oh my god, I love her. I know. Or they'll be like, oh my god, I know Adriana. I went to high school with her, and I love. Yeah. Like, People who like to name drop what yeah. and who you are I've had a lot of people like that like pre- like pretend they know me yeah I had that happen a lot
1: I oh mean like yeah. you know your you're birthday mean. was always like a special day because you can bring lunch yes. cake my parents always brought pizza they brought like <laughs> 47,000 pizzas to school and of course everybody is like oh my god we happy love- birthday oh my god we fucking love you ah! and I'm like bitch you're you're the worst like you're the worst. you literally you only lifted like my pizza. skirt last week <sighs> to like show off my underwear to make me feel insecure. But now you're asking for a fucking slice of pizza? Like, go you go, go jump yourself. off a cliff.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. We don't like her. So...
1: That happened... She's only in it for the snacks, girl.
0: It happened all through high school. I That's used to get,
1: cool. I used to get Facebook messages or MySpace <sighs> rather messages from girls saying like, "Hey, oh my gosh, I you know we haven't talked in a really long time, but I'm looking for a job, and I was wondering if your parents were hiring." And I'd be like, oh "Go god. fuck yourself." Oh
0: my god, I'm never helping it you happened ever, you whore. All the time, and I, I don't mean whore like actual whore. Oh no, I'm, I'm trying to work on those. I use these words, but I actually. Oh, you can I mean do whatever it. you want sexually, but I mean, like, you're being a nasty bitch. Yeah,
1: it was uh, it was rough. I had that all through high school. I had a lot of people trying, because they wanted work experience before getting into college. So I had a lot of people asking me, and I was like, wow, I fucking hate you. You're, you're the worst. And I do feel like I was used a lot. I was definitely used a lot, and I was definitely the person who, like, people... I was the middleman to get to my yes. hot friends. yes. I hear you on that. I, yeah. I, like, feel like I'm just, like, word vomiting because I feel like I was bullied so hard. I'm just yeah, like, you have to Bleh. get it out.
0: Well, and there's so many different kinds, too, so you never know what's going to come up. So most of the bullying I experienced was cyber bullying. Mm, I had mm-hmm. one girl in particular call me a C-U-N-T, and not in a nice way. See you next Tuesday? see you next Tuesday, but, like, in a really nasty context on Facebook, like, as her status. And wow. she was a very popular girl. Can we light up? A friggin' J yeah. while we dip into this. this. Fucking bitch, it's taken everything in me not to tell you her first name, her last name, her sister's name, her where social she security lives, number, where she went to college. Because here's the deal: I bullied and I learned, and I felt horrible. This girl, you know, she's the same. She's just as salty. Does she have like four kids now? You know, I, I haven't even lurked her. It's been that long. Cause I just, she's so dead to me. I love that. She's so dead, but she was so mean to me. And I remember there was a boy that, or a man or a young man that we were, <laughs> we were co-friends with. And she, so she wrote this nasty thing on Facebook and he messaged me, his name is Joe. And he was like, I just want to let you know that she did that. That's really fucked up and no one thinks that about you at all. And everyone knows that that's like really mean and terrible. And you're a really cool girl, Kelly. And I remember he told me that and it, it meant the world to me. That's it awesome. meant the world That's to amazing. me. So if you ever see someone being bullied, I don't expect you to shut it down because that can be traumatizing for you. But to, for you to acknowledge the other person, I will always look at that guy in such high regard because I remember seeing that notification. I remember where I lived, where I was sitting, and I read it. And it it was social it suicide for you. me with my, my social circle. I was like yeah. 19 at the time. It was terrible. Um, and I couldn't believe that she would be that nasty. Wow. I still hate you. So what um, are we uh, smoking on It's called Critical Jack, which is good because I'm being critical. Jack? On this Jack shit. I don't even know. It's (laughs) called Critical Jack. Yeah. It's, um, I think you'll like the cleaning product effect. That's something that you're into. Oh, I love that. So without further ado. That's a nice, uh... Uh, How'd you take your coffee today? I'm sorry to interrupt. It's okay. I
1: did a pretty normal guy. Just my milk frother with some oat milk that Madison uh, introduced to me. And 20 scoops of coffee because I got no sleep last night.
0: I didn't get any sleep either.
1: Our cat was up at all hours of the night. We're going to do an episode on just our animals.
0: That'll be our next episode, That would be
1: really cool because... I'm not kidding you, Mike. cat. Kitting you. I'm not kidding you. My cat's crazy. When She's definitely the craziest cat I've ever Kelly met. Kelly was walking into my house, getting prepared for the recording of this episode, and our cat scaled the screen, jumped onto the roof. She tells her story. Kelly, not the cat. Tells her story, and then all of a sudden you see the cat descend off
0: the house and just fucking jumps listening. down. She's Why. She has a spiked collar, everyone. Spiked. <laughs> it's spiked. So absolutely, next episode is going to be on our it's pets. A badass. And we can talk about um, the rescues and all that. Oh, I love them. All that. Would you guys like that? I feel like, like a kind of dream about
1: rescues.
0: We're still unpacking Whoa. dreams much later. Wow, I just wanted Maddie's haircut, and that's why I got the head, my head shaved. It's very similar to your shape. Mm-hmm. It's inspiring me. I need to take a picture of your head okay. next time because I like. So I just got the side of my head shaved recently and I'm new to it. Like I've never seen that part of my head. We're getting to know one another like it's beautiful. It felt weird shampooing it. It felt weird like I don't know. Figuring it out. It's nice, though. It's very airy and brissy. I like it. And intern Maddie has fabulous hair. She's going to be our next guest on the show. In
1: two episodes. We
0: are so excited. September 16th, mark your calendar. Wow. I wow. haven't even gotten that far. So back to the bullies. Uh,
1: can I, like, fucking rock your world with some bullying Please. from adults?
0: Oh, hit me.
1: So nuns. Wow. They're supposed to be well-respected people. Nice And some of them, a lot of them are. I really liked quite a few of the ones that uh, taught at my middle school. Uh, Kelly and I can both say that we were raised by nuns. Uh, That is something that... There are many
0: things I do regularly that I learned from a nun.
1: Yeah, and it's (laughs) very weird
0: to say that
1: that is part of our life. I... Grew up on... Oh my gosh, yeah, we did. I grew we up really on did. Mission Day Alcalá grounds, which is the first mission first mission in San Diego, which was also an orphanage and also a retirement center for nuns, clergy people, priests, all sorts of things. So, so for so,
0: context for people, how many like grade school teachers did you have that were nuns in, in uh, elementary school? Or did you have like... I had, well, technically like,
1: two uh, nun grade school teachers. One, we ended up not having because she was... Gone taking care of her mom, our whole year. So we
0: kind of hopped. I didn't really have her, but all my principals have always been nuns. Cool. Okay, so we had my first principal. I think she was a nun, but she didn't. She was only around the first few years. But I did have two full grade school teachers, like all of third grade, all of fourth grade. Sisters. Yeah, all and of then seventh grade. In high school, we had nun teachers
1: as well. Teachers and our principal and vice principal. Yes. This is where I get into the vice principal. So, our high school was, is the number two hardest school in San Diego, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And when we went
0: there, it was run by nuns.
1: And it was ran by nuns, and I've lived, I'm 29 years old, and I've lived 17 lives, I swear to God. And that school is very difficult, and every single class is a college prep class, and a D is a failure, and a C is basically, you're, you should honestly just become a janitor at that school. <laughs> so uh, oh, and I'm not denoting janitors. I'm just saying like that's the mentality of that school. That's how they treat you? Uh, they treat you on grades and grades and money only, and that is how most schools and just life treats you, and I'm not saying I'm an idiot by any means. I graduated from the school, so I'm not fucking dumb. But I wasn't the top ten in our class. I wasn't the smartest person in our class. I'm a very average student, and I remember trying to start a newspaper in our class for the school, and I had to... I was part of yearbook and graphic arts, so I dealt with uh, that teacher in the basement for you know four <laughs> years, and she really wanted to get a newspaper started. And she was like, "You need to like get uh, recommendations, and you know see if students are even interested." So we got a bunch of students interested. We built up a portfolio of like who would want to be a part of it. We did all of this work, and I presented it to the vice print, uh, the vice principal. And she sat me down and was like, this is this is all, like, good and well, but at the end of the day, like, your grades are not good enough for you to have this kind of extracurricular. Uh, you are not wow. smart enough to be doing things like that when your grades look like this. And honestly... So <clears> C
0: <throat> isn't good enough.
1: Yeah. E isn't good enough. Yeah, like, if you're not a straight-A student, you really should not focus any of your other energy towards any other extracurriculars. Uh, honestly, think of
0: how much how fucked up that is like for 900 ways. Because if you had a creative outlet like that, I guarantee you, first of all, your grades might get improved, but also they didn't need improving in the first place. Like they see room for improvement. Yeah, I feel like such a dick even saying this, but it further proves your point. I was a smarter cookie and I never felt like the feelings that you have felt, and it's really hard to hear that you were felt and seen that way by oh, it was adults cuz i know i know adults that treat people and my friends like that and it's so painful to see especially because they're always the the creative empathetic intuitive beings light workers of the community that learn and um, show and respect differently mm-hmm. and instead of being seen for your assets and what you had to offer which you're begging to be seen you're begging to To be seen Dude it was Your newspaper or whatever It's crazy And you know And that you're not worthy To have Other goals Because you're average Yeah because you're average
1: That's uh, terrible Definitely That makes me very sad A phrase that resonated With me Was uh, You Will never Be anything Like Basically said You will not go far In life Because of What your transcripts Look like and uh, I didn't go to a four-year standard college. I did not end up with a bachelor's degree, and mm-hmm. I still do not have a bachelor's degree. But at the end of the day, I have a culinary degree, and I worked two jobs to put myself through college because mm-hmm. my family could not afford to put me into college, mm-hmm. and I would like to say I'm pretty dang successful for where I am at this moment in time. Claps and for I Adriana. worked my fucking ass off to get where I am using my brain, my wits, my book smarts, my street yeah. smarts. <clears throat> and uh, I'm actually the first person in my family to go to college. My dad didn't even graduate high school. so I'm
0: so proud of you telling your story and the I, name of our episode being Thank You Bullies. Yeah, like I straight up like wanted to be
1: like, Yo, I'm going to fuck you up. I know this (laughs) nun's dead now, so I don't give a shit what I say. And for any of you Catholics that want to, like, bash on me, go ahead. That was the day I lost my faith. Like, honey, it's... It's really tough for you. When
0: you mingle um, faith with education, there is a big fallout because you're going to associate everything with that religion as well. Yeah. It's really rough. uh, That's not lost on us Mm -mm. that, um, there's the entity of the Catholic, uh, the Catholic church that we have studied immensely because you study it for 14 years. We read the book, the
1: the book, I mean the Bible like twice. Um, Yeah.
0: Multiple times. Um, uh, we said the rosary every morning mm-hmm. in school in like K through eight. Um, so get this. I was reflecting on this every time I hear a bell ding, like at Balboa park. Do you have, <laughs> do you just have like gong. PTSD? We had to say, praise you Jesus after every gong. <laughs> I hate that. So, and we also, okay. We, and so our school is also right by the airport. And so when the uh, airplane would go over, you know, you have to stop talking cause it's too loud. Mm-hmm. We would say a Hail Mary. So for the longest time, I would hear an airplane and prayers just go through my head because that's how my mind works. I think I've told you before. If I get like nervous or something, like Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just start praying. Yeah, like uh, prayers will just fly out of my mouth, and it doesn't feel conscious, like or what I thought a prayer would feel like. It's like a some would call it like a mantra, and some would call it a mental illness. I I don't know. Nervous too. I know it's crazy how so many cultures look at um, there is there is purpose in that repetition. Anyway, but now every time I hear a gong. I'm like, praise you, Jesus. Gong. <laughs> praise you, Jesus. Oh my God. Gong. You know how creepy that sounds? Yeah. And you know when we went to school, it was like the highest number of gongs. Like you that's get to so school at 8, culty. 9, 10, 11, 12. That's, fi- that's 45 praise you, Jesuses before noon. Right, and then thank God it's one o'clock. Just one Just praise one. you Jesus. Praise you Once Jesus. Once you get to lunch, oh hallelujah! For real, you barely have to praise you Jesus.
1: Cause school's so, almost over.
0: <laughs> so what? Ha- so I guess where I'm getting at is, your your education is so deeply ingrained in your faith when you in, when you mingle your faith with all aspects of your life. So it can be tough because when you have terrible experiences or when the people that are representing the Catholic Church aren't um, representing the, the Catholic, Catholic Church, Church <laughs> at all. Like everybody. Yeah. So um, that can be very, very difficult and a poor reflection of the people that we grew up with, were raised by and have great respect for their faiths. Yeah. But it's we're talking about our specific experiences.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I For sure. A lot of my family Bullies. is very religious and uh, a lot of my family is fake Religious, <laughs> and I are really, you talking like only going to church on Easter? Like only going to church because they know people are gonna see them to oh. show off their money to talk gossip,
0: like uh, to be seen to at be church. seen
1: at church. That's it's not,
0: interesting. It's,
1: you know, they're the ones that have to hold hands and like bow their heads while they're out to dinner at the Olive Garden and like. It's I a
0: lot. do. I do have friends that. um pray before they eat that's and okay. i and, and i it feels very peaceful across all different religions and i'm not a god but, i feel like i come across as like a dick well no that's why that's why i'm here to to um Explain further. So, you're saying like people that first show.
1: Yeah, I feel like they like really go out of their way. You know, I know there's a lot of rituals, especially with like musicians that pray before going
0: out on stage. Uh, That would make me very uncomfortable as a musician. I do see that often. That's huge. And that's what they do. And I understand that I'm watching their ritual and not judging what works for them. However, I have watched many documentaries with all the bands and they all pray before they go specifically pray some of them have like a hoo-ha
1: and but it's most totally of them pray okay. and I'm
0: thinking and the whole time I'm thinking like fuck how many of them are doing that because that's what the lead singer wants but mm-hmm. they're actually kind of uncomfortable praying exactly and I
1: honestly I don't know maybe it's because I've uh, uh I bring in server life uh as a server when you're approaching a table and a family's like praying it I'm, I was raised Catholic, so I know how to respectfully walk away from a situation. Uh, a lot of times, families do not indicate that they are praying, so it looks <laughs> like they're ignoring you. Uh, I have approached tables oh, where I people yes. are just, honestly, have their heads down, and you don't see hands out on the table, or you don't see, like, prayer hands. Or there's, like, little things
0: where... It might look like they're praying, but you can't really tell. So I feel like the U.S. was not built for any, also any space for prayer. Like I'm thinking about. No, because then there's, you know, other religions that physically
1: have to stop what they are doing, go out turn, the direction. Hallway, yes. turn a <clears throat> sp- direction, yeah, turn a specific direction towards yeah, the Yeah, I've worked in
0: many places that they allocated that space for. So it's tough. It's tough because the first thing I think of is the the safety in the climate like you can feel you can feel safe stop dropping and praying anywhere mm-hmm. you want no problem no questions asked versus other acts I find interest I also think I don't know why but you praying at the specific bar that you're talking about it's a fun there's a duality to... I think there's just a time and a place. Yeah, like, I'm trying like... to think, like, you can always stop and pray whenever you want. Like, I visit my grandma when I go pee Yeah, but I'm talking to I, her. I genuinely right? but... think that, yeah, everything
1: can be a prayer, even if it's just a quick... But, like, in a dive bar? In a dive bar... You know, That's saying the Lord's Prayer, which is like a one and a half minute prayer with your hand with your eyes closed and there's people screaming and hooting and hollering and you hear the word fuck every five seconds and bells are going off and wah, 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 is going off. <laughs> and and you're drinking. And you're drinking alcohol and you're ordering, you know, Philly cheesesteaks, and you're also
0: praying to God and it. This it's is gonna be like the we're we're the queen of unpopular opinions in this podcast. I, I swear to God, Sorry, we guys. really are. And it's just
1: it's just a time and a place. If you are a family that prays all the time, you know, maybe you got to have like one of those with a quickness prayers. You know, my family has one too. You know, it's just I like think a I sign just also cross. maybe I
0: have an experience. Well, so you work in food, so you see this all the time. I would love to talk to other servers and how they feel or what what they do to accommodate that. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like. I have no frame of reference because I just have seen it so much, and you I just know, have friends that pray when I serve them meals in my home or we go that's out to eat. Totally and different. If anything, I feel bad like. Oh, I didn't realize you were praying. I would have shut the fuck up. Or like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, oops, I didn't notice. I'm so sorry. Or did you want me to join you? My family
1: like alerts you when we're praying. So my family prays before every dinner. I don't practice that, but my family does. So when I go over to for Sunday dinner, my parents will say, okay,
0: and now we're going to pray. Or they kind (laughs) of like set the stage. I like participatory prayer because um, like go around the circle and say what you're grateful for. Yeah. Go around the circle and do like, I like that. Yeah, that's great. It's like a ritual. It seems very different though than I guess what you're talking about. I don't know. I've never, I didn't even think about that, but when you're working at a restaurant, I know you have to kind of time when you bring out their food and yeah, not interrupting their conversation. Yeah. It's, and... it's a
1: weird situation. And you know, like I said, time and a place for everything. You know, I have family members who will go out to dinner and their prayer when they go out to dinner, especially loud environments is just a sign of the cross And then that's it. And that's a great prayer to do very quickly and still getting the job done because Jesus (laughs) knows what you're trying to portray because you can talk to him in your brain. No one can hear what's going on. So
0: that's interesting. I guess what
1: I'm trying to say is like time and a place for showing your faith. Uh, We don't need to be so flamboyant. About it at all times, I really don't think a dive bar during a Chargers <laughs> game with the weren't, 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 weren't going off, you need to say uh, yeah. 10 Hail Marys. Yeah. I, could, I yeah. really just don't think that is necessary. I understand it's Sunday and you just came back from the hallelujah of germ, <laughs> but... It's not working for her. It's <laughs> just not working, yeah. and...
0: Please, you know what? tell me
1: I'm wrong. Please. Well, no, I'm
0: sitting here like it, it doesn't bother me at all. And you're allowed to be bothered. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like you're allowed to have your opinion. It's also because I'm like busy. I'm like, I I'm under- also not participating in it. So yeah. it doesn't bother me. I'm not seeing it. It's really not affecting me. And I've been trying to put my myself in. Um. I can only speak for myself, and whenever I have meditated or deeply prayed, I am in a more either quiet environment Same. or I'm so involved with what I'm doing. Like, I'm thinking about when I do have, like, whatever you want to call prayer happening. I would say our and, prayer is the cliffs, our I, church. Yes, we have, like, a ritual where it feels very, si- that you can tell. your Whatever your prayer and God is, when you tap into that. So I'm, that's what I'm thinking about when... And I'm thinking, I don't notice other people around me. I can't hear what's going on. I'm distracted because you're in a different thought space. Mm -hmm. So it makes, like, I'm trying to think of, like, when you're at a restaurant you're choosing to, like, look within and go within and go into this deep prayer in the middle of where you are. um, And when you cut yourself off from the rest of the world that we don't, in the U.S., we don't have space for it. We Mm -hmm. don't have language for it. We don't know how to deal with it. Which makes me feel like I'm being an absolute no. asshole I don't know th- and I well that's because I also know you and love you so I don't think you're being an asshole I think people will get super sensitive because they will yeah but I also feel like when you deeply what you were just saying earlier what you deeply intertwine with like academics and religion and then like Life behavior, style. religion, politics, and religion. Mm-hmm. That's also what's attached to what's going on here. Cause I know exactly like what you're talking about and mm-hmm. that, in that image and how it feels. And also, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Performance prayer yeah. is how this all started. Yeah. Um, and we, I would say most of my life was a performance prayer. I think that's so why I'm so against, yes. I'm sorry, I keep no, interrupting you. You're doing, no, no, no. I feel
1: like, uh, that's why I'm kind of against going to church now because it was such a performance growing up. I, I'm not against going to church, no. go to church as much as you want, but I don't feel like I need to be in the building Correct. Yes. to uh, practice my religion, to practice my spirituality. And no, your voice is so
0: important for other people that know they feel this way in, and they
1: don't know what to do because yeah, they're just in stuck, stuck in with, it. If you're trying to just be spiritual and if you're trying to, practice any sort of religion or find your higher power, find somebody to talk to if you just need a vent and if God or whoever your most highest power is that you want to speak with, you don't need to be somewhere sacred. It, it you can make anything sacred. You can turn so Día de los Muertos is my favorite holiday mm-hmm. and it's because we Celebrate the dead, which is something the Catholic religion doesn't really talk about. Um, We talk about it a little bit, but this is a Mexican uh, tradition and
0: also a very predominantly
1: Catholic country.
0: But Overlooking the dead has been the missing link for any spirituality that it I've is ever so crazy had. So I'm right on board with you with why that would resonate with you. And so I just much. love it because you know we I'm like, talk. But what about, about this ghost over my shoulder? Yeah, we talk that's about reincarnation.
1: We, we talk about other lives, which <clears throat> we've talked about on other episodes. And you know we need to respect people who came before us and people who paved the way for us. And that's why you pay respect for the dead. That's why there's an entire day
0: yes. dedicated
1: to these people, these beings who were before us. And that is a sacred thing. I always have, like, my room has an altar in it. It's my nightstand. Mm-hmm. It has, like, special little chachkis and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's a sacred space. It's you one know, of the most
0: colorful holidays there are, It's too. amazing.
1: It's I've always wanted a Dia de los Muertos tattoo. Like, I've celebrated in Mexico City. Just an absolutely beautiful... Yes. Amazing holiday, and I really think that it's a cool way to uh, show your spirituality and your religion because...
0: You're partying. Like, I feel like... So most people are deeply Catholic that practice Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yeah. I mean... And so that must be a nice link for you to see a colorful celebration of something that's missing. Yeah. Like, it's really nice to see. Like, when you were talking Catholic, we always preface, like, where we're Everything's coming like so from. so Because it's very different in Europe. It's very different in... Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I've only been to Mexico. I'm trying to think of what other religions were prominent in the places I've traveled. Um... Catholicism is numero Rampant everywhere, but there's so Mm -hmm. many different variations of it. I always love the more colorful celebration. And I I fully respect wearing black when you're in mourning. I wear black. We all wear black all the time. Um, But notice cultures that wear bright colors with funerals versus... I think that's so cool. Uh,
1: In the Italian culture, well, I guess specifically the Sicilian culture, everyone in my family, uh, if a woman's husband passes, she wears black the rest of her life
0: the rest of her life Mm -hmm. which
1: i'm all for because i want to challenge like channel those morticia adams vibes
0: yeah i'm all for people doing whatever the fuck they want and i think it's kind of i I also think that's kind of like a beautiful practice i don't know i don't know that one's i feeling both i'm having that pull no i totally get it because i'm all for the colorfulness at like a why is your identity what does your identity have to do with your husband? I know.
1: I know. This is, like, the most non-feminist thing I've ever said, but I actually I kind trash. of
0: love it because... But it's also... Because I would be in a very fucking deep state of grief. I feel grief, like I'd so be in a really gnarly state
1: of grief if my future husband were to pass. And you, as much as you want to say that you are your own individual person, at the end of the day, when somebody close to you dies, you lose a piece of yourself, regardless of it being a friend, a parent, a, a spouse. Um... And when your spouse, who you live with, you've grown with, you've built a life, a family, everything with, they die, you've lost a piece of you. Yes. So, yeah, I understand that. And I think that's
0: where um, I find that beautiful. Also... We, you know? I think we both feel like you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Well, so would you be? Let's say you went to a funeral and everyone's wearing all black, and someone showed up wearing a prom dress. Would you be upset? No, I wouldn't either. I'd be like, my, wow, my, I love that. I bet that person wanted yeah, that. Yeah, same. My grand. So my grandma, I say that too because my grandma said to me, she was like, "When you go to my funeral, I want you to wear the brightest motherfucking dress so I you, love that you uh, get. Get one." And I also believe and I loved it. But some people will judge you like, "How dare you?" Wear yeah, and that's fucked up because a color.
1: With Dia de los Muertos, it's a party to celebrate the dead. And I think that funerals are too, (laughs) they're too sad. You know, I've, I weirdly have been to quite a few funerals in my lifetime and
0: they're just. They're not always for the person who died. Yeah.
1: They're really for the family. And, you know, the person that died is the only thing that really matters. And for me, when I die, I want it to be a big ass extravaganza. I want it to be popping off i want food everywhere i want everybody to wear crazy
0: bell bottoms probably i just want it to be like the funnest party my dad says the same thing he wants the same thing i feel like we have absolutely no say over it it's the most dismal pessimistic thing i've ever said in my life but it's it's very expensive
1: as well it's
0: expensive to die I feel like these funeral it is so expensive it's like and ten grand. Minimal. <laughs> oh yeah, girl. I think it's like psychopants more. Yeah, than it's that. pretty expensive. I always feel like the funeral is the sun sign to the moon sign. Like it's the outside sense of self where each person really has to have their own funeral on their own time for that person, but you're gathering together in solidarity. And I used to have such thoughts of funerals and I have had um like family friend deaths in the past quarantine months where my family wasn't able to even celebrate or have a funeral mm-hmm. for someone who died. And it really changed my whole, it changed me a lot. For the because or better? I guess, like, um, like you, you had said, um, I went to a funeral and it was so fucking sad. It and is it so sh- fucking and they, sad. Yeah, and they need to, like, also have some, some, some pep, too. Or maybe, like... I mean, I believe I that know. it should be sad. You just lost an amazing Absolutely. person. Obviously. Absolutely. And we only have the ones we're thinking about, too. But then I'm also thinking, death's a trip. Like, at this point, I feel honored to go to a f- funeral. It's a weird... Funerals are a trip, man. Mm-hmm. I always feel like... At this point now, I feel like, what a... I can't imagine everyone gathering in a large place for a funeral, and I hope that that date comes around because a lot of lives have been lost these past few months and we haven't been able to gather the way that we should be able to and that's yeah, really Zoom sad. funerals gtfo so we've learned this tenacity that you have you have to kind of let you have to have your own funeral without mm-hmm. this public display of letting go which does help some but not you and not me so like these public funerals aren't helping us but they're not always for us they're yeah. for like, the family or who knows. Yeah. But trip out. I know. Um, I don't even know what it has to do with bullies. This is the weirdest episode. I know, I know. Had. I'm
1: sorry. Very tangent i No, sorry. I can uh, go back around,
0: though, and... We pretty much... We bullied a bunch of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are bullies. They are bullies. We all bully each other. <laughs> uh, I do have a, another crazy story that weirdly involves our high school. So uh i was working at high dive uh this was years ago this was probably two three years ago and i was working a brunch shift and it was early in the morning so i was the opener and we open at 8 a.m so uh i don't know that the gentleman that came in it was probably like eight thirty, and he came in with his own coffee cup and i already was like annoyed because you brought in your own coffee cup like his ceramic cup like not a tumbler like a straight up coffee cup from his house and some people did that because it's a neighborhood bar and whatever I digress and he had the cup from our high school like the graduating cup and I immediately obviously knew what it was and I was like oh my god is that a blah 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 cup graduation (laughs) cup and he goes yeah how did you know that who do you know that went there and I go I did and he says really he goes, where did you go to college? Th- this is all immediate reactions. And he just says, Garbage. where did you go to college? And I said, I went to Grossmont. I went to culinary school. He goes, huh. Interesting, and this is what you're doing for a living. Oh, and he bullied me, and I was God. like, "Well, yeah, at the moment, this is what I'm doing. I'm actually making incredible money working here." And he's like, "My daughters are going to Harvard, and I paid their oh full tuition." God, I'm like, "That's I fantastic." Hate this I guy. love that your daughters are I going hate to Harvard. This guy. I on the other hand, Adam. Am I don't know what to say going to take a shot of Jameson right now because you piss me off. But, you know, bullying comes in all forms and sometimes, you know, and it's in a condescending tone, just like I've said before, I come off as condescending. And um, except,
0: sir, some people can't go to a four-year college because they don't have the money for it. Or the bread. apparently. Yeah, I also hate when people think that if you work in landscaping, construction, food, Bars, hospitality, pretty much anywhere you need as an essential place that you go to all the time. Mm -hmm. A grocery store clerk Mm -hmm. that you... Are like a layperson that you know what's you're crazy? this low class, uneducated. That's the only option you have. Newsflash to you, rich motherfuckers that have a degree. I want you to know that some people like their job and choose to work mm. a minimum wage job. So I know that's lost on a lot of people, but not everyone's in it for the money. Yeah. So, um, like some people are like I just need a job where I'm not thinking. So I gotta, you know, yeah. I need a job where you know I. Also, I think we what need to hell? change. We need to change that
1: narrative on like having a four-year degree, having a a bachelor's, master's, PhD, whatever, as like the only form of being a successful person. Having a trade, I 100% am an advocate for. Going to a trade school is such a beautiful uh, alternative to colleges, and I Absolutely. really truly wish that our high school made that even an option, made that even something to contemplate.
0: People must be so privileged to not even know someone like that in their family. Like, think about that for you to not even appreciate. I'm like, how can you not appreciate those people? That's my uncle. That's my mom. That's my family. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you've never worked a job like that. So you think those people are less than you. Exactly.
1: And you know what's crazy? Those people have a skill. Mm -hmm. You know, People... One of you took the red pill, and one of you took
0: the blue pill. And
1: this person that took <laughs> the blue pill can build a house from scratch with a nail and one hammer, <laughs> and it'll look like a mansion. You can file papers. <laughs> I.
0: You. you can file a paper. I think...
1: What I'm trying to say is like that guy was an asshole and I know he was what an absent and dick. I also
0: feel really bad for his children that had to live up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. Because I know what that feels like. Not that my parents ever forced me to go to Harvard, good lord. Oh, no. But I'm saying like that must be feel so terrible to have a condescending father that walks around and gloats your college like a like a I don't know, like something worth gloating, fla- gloating over. <laughs> and it's like Donald Trump. Like, Ugh. you're not, your daughter's not your hooker. So, there's another part that I think about, like, how much they probably hate him. People live vicariously really, though, through their children, though, you know. Like, she, they had no other choice. They knew that they had to go to Harvard from the day that they, whatever. And parents. That's where they had to go. To, yeah, they
1: try to create this whole new better life for their kids better than what they had and I love that mentality every single parent wants what's better and what you know wants to give better than what they had and you know obviously the goal is to make sure that they can go to a good college to get a good job I hate this fucking guy but when you don't think that serving the public isn't a good job the amount of personal skills you get by serving the general public is something that you will never learn from a book
0: no, Ever. this guy's like this guy's demanding to have a public watering hole that's successful for thirty years mm-hmm. and to always have a local bar that he can walk to and he expects that kind of successful business to be around, but think they magically pop out of someone's butthole mm-hmm. and that the people that work there are actually completely stupid. Let yeah. me tell you, really actual They're dumb people, all- their businesses close. Yeah.
1: Let's be real. Everyone that works in a bar has, like, at least one degree. Minimum one degree. Oh, my God. You have to be such an
0: articulate and um, Jane and jack-of-all-trades. Well-versed human being. Yes, and so it's so so douchey. It's like, think about this guy. He walks down to the same bar, like, let's just say once a week, Mm -hmm. expecting his really dumb drink, and he immediately is, like, something he benefits from, something he loves, this place, but he then thinks that... That you are below him because mm-hmm. you're what serving him mm-hmm. because... We've talked about this. The customer is isn't so, always right. No, And they're so douchey. It's so hard to serve people that think that way. I think that's garbage because Josh and I's long-term goal is to, like, have a bar. Yeah. And, like, we work in it. Like, that's our that's our dream, like, being old people job. I think that's and fantastic. And so it's crazy to hear people... Some people, like, they look forward to... You're allowed to look forward to whatever the fuck you want, but mm-hmm. when you're judging other people for what they do, that's when you gotta go bullying. It's a very
1: close-minded way of thinking. Bye, bully. you know, people think that life only has one route and that's or route. I don't know what's the proper enunciation on that. Um, I don't know. But life only has one route, and it's. <laughs> Go to school, get good grades, go to college, find a spouse, have kids, have this house. And that was a quote-unquote American dream, perhaps at some point in time, but uh, let me tell you right now, that's not my dream. (laughs) My dream is to see the world, to open several businesses, to have cows,
0: you know, to have a crazy cool car maybe one day like a vintage one who knows the society that was painted for us has not done us any favors in the sense that you get to have your goats you deserve them
1: yeah I feel like it's very robotic to think that way that the American dream is only one thing that's very like Stepford Wives
0: it's and you know what's the other side of it too? I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be really, really, really real. Get real. I genuinely love school. <laughs> like, I know you do. I love school. I loved getting my bachelor's and I really wanna get my master's and I You're like in your while well, you're in I was, limbo. I was starting my master's this fall, but then shit hit the fan and that's totally fine. But what I'm getting at is it's been really challenging for me to go to school. Like all I want to do is go to school and I haven't been able to because I can't afford it or because uh, you know, all the things it has been very challenging. So I also think it's like every, I'm not saying you can't make it work because I have, and I did, I'm just saying that you, there's this dream. And if you, for those that genuinely want it, very challenging for the ones that don't really challenging, um, and it's both dangerous because I didn't get to know the other side so I dabbled in like you know, professional work life versus um, hippy mm-hmm. dippy life or self employment versus others' employment. And the other thing it's a that huge this American privilege. dream you're talking about is marriage. I got married very young. I wanted and had young love, and everyone kind of idolizes that. But then also, being married in this day and age is very, very difficult. Yeah. Like, tax wise, they don't help you out. Healthcare wise, they don't really help you out. Like, there's a lot of, um, we've actually found a lot of roadblocks that. If we weren't married, like, financially or with other things, it may have been easier for us. So I find that really interesting. Like, people, like, talk about the American dream. And then part of me is like, "Mm, well, I feel like Josh and I want, like, part of us, like, was just aligned with, like, a hetero life of being married young and Um, I wanted to keep going to school, and those things have both been very difficult for us. And
1: you know what? That's such a privilege to be able to go to school like that because America does not offer many... uh, They do offer scholarships, but it's really hard to get a full ride. No, the only reason I went to school is because Josh
0: and I take turns. I'm not kidding you.
1: And you're... Very lucky that your job paid for your school. And it's amazing to land a job like that where they
0: will pay for your And I got to say, too, like, they didn't pay for all of it, girl. They just paid for some of it. Exactly. um, But, you know, fuck, still credit work because I— know how dope it would be
1: to go to school and have my work pay for, like, all my books?
0: The other thing is when your work pays for your school, you pay for all of it, and you have to get good grades and turn them in, and then they pay you back. Yeah. So you also don't get any help in— the $5,000 I had to pay every semester and then... Yeah, you put
1: everything on your credit card, build mm-hmm. that interest, and then your work pays pays yeah. you six months later and yeah. you're like, Ty, I also owe an extra two grand. And I'm
0: super grateful for it. I just wanted to put a precursor in there because you, you do have to work hard for these things yeah. and...
1: Um, Yeah, you can't just say you're going to school and take pottery and, like, just show up with, like, bowls. Well,
0: and I went to, so I went to community college, paid for it myself. My parents paid for it themselves. Like, I would, you know, it was one of those things at the end of the thing, I'll pay for the books, you pay for this. I need a parking pass, I'll pay for this. Back and forth, kind of living on my own, moving home if I had to because I didn't have money, like, type situation while working, while going to school. And if it weren't for both my work having tuition reimbursement and then Josh moving home and helping me go to school I absolutely could not have been able to do that so it's not lost on me how privileged it was but I also realized if I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to accomplish it because of how difficult it was. Mm -hmm. Um, You just mentioned four different people that needed to help you. Totally. It literally I couldn't do it on my own. It takes a village. It did. Like that, that
1: actual phrase. I think about this all the time. You know, we've all heard it. It takes a village to raise a kid, child, whatever the actual phrase is. Don't quote me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. Don't quote me. (laughs) Don't quote me on that. But, um. you just mentioned three separate people that had to help you to help you get your degree. Yeah. I had both my parents help me. Uh huh. And I still had to work a full time job. Yes. And. By help me I mean like they would throw me maybe a hundred bucks or so. Like they yes. did what they could. Yes. And that's what they're or like is, emotionally
0: supported.
1: Yeah, emotionally yeah. supported me Feeding or, us. you know, helped me get my parking pass. Unfortunately I paid for a lot of my college on my own. Uh we were just like in a type of time with mm-hmm. our life that they couldn't do anything. And it's okay because I feel like it made me a good person. You know, yeah. I really, really appreciate everything. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having somebody pay for your things or being able to get scholarships because I literally applaud you. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. To, have, to have the help is amazing. Yes. And I really just hope people are grateful. And yeah. I really hope that they are
0: taking advantage of that. And I I I know everyone has, like, their own cards dealt to them and have their own difficulties. And that's what life is. I just wanted to be, like, no one really told me or told you and I about college other than going away to a four-year school and kind of living in a dorm. Yeah, Like, that was pretty much the only thing. And I didn't know that there were so many other ways to live versus, quote-unquote, our public school friends got to kind of do what they wanted after. Like, Mm -hmm. I knew so many that went to, um, like... Is a cosmetology school? Yeah, right? I almost went. Yeah, like and the, but I like felt like they were given that freedom, and it was like an option for and like not a lot of people went. And but versus where we went, like graduations and going to a four years, they is, told is every the single person
1: like you graduate Absolutely. and now announcing Kelly, and this uh, is the high the college that she is going yes. to. This is the amount of yes. awards she got. This
0: yes. is and if you well aren't, they announced the school that I got into that that I didn't go to. Yeah, so they announced announced the best college that I
1: got Got into. into. And then they announced your awards, how much you got in scholarships, and all of these things. And the people who did not get into schools or didn't accept anything, they literally just said your name. And you know how fucking shitty you feel? Yeah,
0: Community College is for Losers is what absolutely the bully— I would say that's the biggest bully that we dealt with because we went to a college preparatory school. And I'd say we're maybe a. I hope there's more than I think, but I feel like there's only a handful of people I can think of that went to community college college because the school wouldn't let us even like talk about it or entertain Mm -hmm. it. So it was like embarrassing. So I'm not like shunning those that got into four year schools, but rather I remember the one girl who I knew was going to community college and she was like the only one. And it was like controversial and like not succeeding in life and that's so dumb that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard why is it that there's so many different ways
1: to grow up and experience life but there's only one end goal like why is it the American dream is only one thing it's the get married have a good job get a have house, a kid. have kids. Why is that the one and only American dream when there's so many different ways of growing up? That's totally. like so fucking stupid.
0: Well you and I were like one our biggest American dream is to have our own business and Yeah be that's self-employed. an amazing dream. So here we are. Here we are. Do yeah. our best. And you know what's wild?
1: Oh I just had a stoner
0: Loss.
1: Okay, well it's gone now.
0: It was great talking to you guys.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay. Um Let me get my brain right. Let's talk about today's small business. Adriana's
0: going to poke us with some phenomenal thoughts.
1: Wow, that was a really great pun. Uh, So... (laughs) today's small business is called it's raw poke uh it is in ocean beach it is an authentic hawaiian poke spot they have some of the freshest fish they have spam musubi it's so freaking delicious they have kalua pork which i actually haven't had yet because their fish is so good i cannot deter to anything else their rice is perfect their mac salad is made with angel hair pasta which i fucking love so much wow. the consistency is a big thing for me ladies and gentlemen and wow it's just so good it's a tiny dainty hole in the wall in OB. literally you'd walk right past it pretty sure it's like one block from raglan's uh one block south uh they We're actually got them in the website yeah they got started in farmer's markets i i don't know these people i've <laughs> I just am a huge fan of them. So awesome. And I don't love to eat out, but when I do, that is probably number 1 for Every me. Every time we
0: drive down to OB, we check and they weren't op- were they not open when we drove by and that's why we couldn't get you any.
1: Yeah, so they're all they're closed on Mondays, so just Damn. be aware. Every Monday is a holiday. Damn. Um, now but we know. super good. I say pretty reasonably priced, uh great portions, cash only. <laughs> So bring that cash, money, and leave a tip. Wow, I'm very sing-songy today. Give us a song. All right, that's, that's it. Phone died, so did I. Wow, are we dead? I think so. Man, I felt like I had something to say that involved community college, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Who cares? I don't even Karen anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't Karen. I don't Karen. All right, well. Peace out, Girl Scout. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.